out of the fog, out of the night, and into his American adventures comes Bulldog Drummond. of early morning, the young woman and the man stand at the finish line of the training track, their eyes intently following the racehorse as the jockey brings it down the home stretch. The young woman holds the stopwatch tensely in her hand. The horse rushes past the finish line, and the young woman snaps the control lever on the watch. The jockey slows his mount down and brings it back to the finish line at a slow trot. Mr. Russo. I'm riding White Star in the fourth race this afternoon. I'm out of the track now. 
I'll be going to the post in an hour, and i, I got to talk to him before the race. Can you make it out of here fast? You still haven't told me what this is all about. Well, you got to come. I'll meet you in front of the grandstand, section C. You got that section C. Mr. Russo, I haven't planned to spend the afternoon out of the track, so if you expect me to alter my schedule, you'll have to be a bit more explicit. Just why do you want me to meet you? Well, look, I can't talk here. I think they spotted me coming into this booth. They? Who are they? The ones who are going to kill me. What? That's right, Captain Drummond. I've got to get protection. I can't go to the cops. You could save me if I talk to you before White Star goes to the post. I'll be waiting for you where I can. Now get out here as soon as you can. Hello, Mr. Russo. Hello. Hello. Jenny? Jenny? Yes, sir. Hurry, bring the car around front. We're going out to the Westwood racetrack. Westwood racetrack? But I thought we There's were going... a change in our plans, Denny. But, sir, why this sudden and new interest in the horses? It's not the horses. It's my usual and old interest, murder. Now, hurry, get the car. I'll be out in a moment. Well, sir, we've been standing here in front of the grandstand for ten minutes and no sign of your harried Mr. Russo. You know what, sir? What, Denny? This may be nothing more than some sort of practical joke. Maybe there is no such person as Al Russo. There's an Al Russo, all right. How do you know, sir? I checked the rating page in the newspaper before we came out here. Just as he told me over the phone, he's scheduled to ride White Star in the fourth race. Well, if he's going to show up here, he'd better make it soon. The fourth race will begin in a few moments. Come on, Denny. Where are we going, sir? To the paddock. Russo should be there. Maybe he could... Pardon me. Yes? You're uh, Captain Drummond. Yes, uh, uh, Hadn't we better hurry? It's almost post time. Please, I must talk to you, Captain Drummond. Uh, Sorry, miss. Perhaps later. Al sent me. Al Russo? Yes. Where is he? He couldn't meet you here. Well, where is he? He was afraid to come out into the open. And just who are you? I'm Al's wife. Captain Drummond, he's in trouble. So he said over the phone. Well, he stopped to talk to you. He wouldn't tell me what it was, but I know it's something terrible. You will help him, won't you? I'll do everything I can. Thank you, thank you. Now, where can I speak to your husband, Mrs. Rousseau? Over there. At that line of telephone booths under the grandstand. He's waiting for you. He's in the third booth. Al said I should wait out here and see if they follow me to him. All right, Mrs. Rousseau. We'll be back to talk to you after I see your husband. Yes, I'll be right here. Come along, Denny. I'm with you, sir. Third booth. Here it is, Denny. What? It's empty, sir. There's no one in there. Yes. But Mrs. Russo said he was waiting here for you. Denny, Mrs. Russo isn't a woman of her word for more reasons than one. What do you mean by that, sir? Look over there, where we were talking to Mrs. Rousseau. Wait. But she's not there. She's disappeared. Exactly. Come on, Denny, hurry. Where to now? The paddock. What do you suppose this is all about? Why did Mrs. Rousseau tell us her husband was in that telephone booth and then vanish herself? I think that's your answer, Denny. Why, say, they're calling the horses to the post for the fourth ring. Exactly. And there goes White Star to the starting gate with the others. That's your answer, all right. We were tricked by Mrs. Russo. It was a stall to keep us away from her husband until the race began. This is Houston Rand, Westwood, bringing you a description of the fourth race, a $7,000 first handicap. The horses are at the starting gate. Some of the five lucky boys acting up a bit at the post. Now they've got him back in line. Oh, my God. 
Ten miles outside of town, there's an intersection. Halsey Corners, it's called. I know the place. Okay. You turn right onto 15A and go along for seven miles. Then you come to a sign that says, The Yokes. It's a farm a little off the main road. The Yokes? Right. I'll meet you there. Everything will be set for the nag. Pulling a reverse, eh, Mr. Kennedy? What do you think? I got too much invested to let White Star win yet. Got everything straight, Dave? Sure, but what about Drummond? What about him? Maybe he'll take it into his head to follow the truck. Huh. If he does, it'll be the last following he'll ever do. Don't worry about Drummond. I'll have everything set for him. Seems to be a little nervous tonight, Dave. I think White Star kind of misses out, Miss Peters. I don't usually have this trouble loading them on the truck, eh? Wait, boy, come on. Easy, good evening, Oh, Captain Bond, I thought you and Teddy Lynch went on to overcome. I changed my mind. Teddy and I have some work to do. I sent Lynch on ahead. By the way, what do you think of Lynch? Seems to be a fine jockey. I told you he'd work out. We both may get what we wanted, Overton. You were victory for White Star, and I, Al Russo's murderer. All set, Miss Peters. Well, then you better get started, Dave. Uh, sure thing. Just as soon as I get this ramp up, I'm off. You found any trace of that uh, woman who said she was Mrs. Russo? Not a sign of her. But I have an idea she'll show up sooner or later. All right, get underway, Miss Peters. All right, Dave. I'll see you tomorrow morning at Overton. Uh, good night. Good night. I'll drive you back to town, Captain. Uh, no, thank you very much. Here comes Denny with my car now. All set, sir? Yes, yes, Denny. See you at Overton, Miss Peters. All right, Denny, let's go. Right, sir. Keep on the tail of that truck. Right, sir. Not too close. I don't want him to suspect he's being followed. Well, so far he's sticking to the roots, Captain Drummond. Yes, but it's still quite a way to Overton. What makes you think something surprising may happen? In the absence of clues, Denny, I have to fall back on hunches. Well, if you ask me, I think we're out on a wild uh, horse chase, if you pardon the pun. Slow right? down, Denny. Hmm? He's turning off the road. As you say, perhaps you were right about that fellow, Dave, sir. That's not the way to Overton. Step on it, Denny. Get up to that intersection. Right. Now, take that turn fast. I don't want to lose track of that truck. Hold on, sir. Here we go. Ah, there he is up ahead. He's picking up speed. Keep after him. I wonder where he's taking White Star. We should soon find out. Then, Denny. What is it, sir? Look, look, that car pulling out up ahead. It's coming across at us. Quick, swing off the road before we crash head on. <laughs> Lucky. We might have been killed. That apparently was their intention. You mean that wasn't an accident? Not by a lot. That car was evidently waiting for us to come along. Someone had made preparations in the event the truck carrying White Star was tailed. At any rate, Denny, one of my hunches has been proven correct. 
No doubt about it that we were on the right track. Yes, but now, unfortunately, sir, we've been derailed. Only temporarily, Denny. Only temporarily. But what about the truck? We've lost it. Oh, I'm sure White Star will turn up at Overton safe and sound. Yes, but what about us? Well, first we get in touch with the local police and arrange for our sudden passing. Sudden passing? What do you mean, sir? We're dead, Denny. Dead? That's the way the newspapers will carry the story. Captain Hugh Drummond and Denny killed an auto crash. How does that sound to you? Frightful. What's the idea? I want our would-be assailants to think they were successful. It will make our work more simple. So, Denny, for the time being, we're dead. Very well, sir. I'm dead. Now, would you mind telling me just what work we corpses are to do? Denny, I'm afraid this is going to confound you even more. Go ahead, sir. But break it to me gently. You've heard the one about the horse of a different color? Continue. Well, Denny, we're setting out to find a horse of the same color. Dear, frankly, sir, it doesn't make one bit of sense. But, sense or no sense, I suppose we ghosts should stick together. All right, we'll try that barn first. Very, Captain Drummond, we're taking quite a gamble sneaking about farms in this fashion. We're liable to run up against a farmer who'll take us for trespassers and greet us with a load of buckshot. I'm afraid we'll just have to chance that. Very well, sir. But how long are we going to keep this prowling up? Until I find what we're looking for. I'm sure it's some place in this area. All right, open that door and we'll see what this barn has to offer. All right, come on. Close the door. Yes, sir. The horse stalls are over there. Let's go. Denny. Yes, sir. That horse in the end stall. Sir. Come on. Wait. Captain Drummond, this horse, he has a white marking on his head. The same mark. Yes, it's White Star, all right, Denny. Oh, but, but I still don't understand. You said when you checked yesterday morning that White Star had arrived at Overton. So he did. Well, then who is this horse? White Star. Now, really, sir, nothing can be in two different places at the same time. Would you mind telling me what this is all about? All right, Denny, all right. Here's the way I see it. This white star we're looking at is a ringer for the white star at Overton. Ringer? A ringer is a sort of stand-in, a replacement to be used at an arranged time. But why? Well, Denny, in horse racing, there's a very good reason, money. The two white stars are identical, probably, in all factors but one, speed. That's where the money angle is put to work. You remember we checked on White Star's past record. Yes, it was quite undistinguished. Exactly. No wins. The odds against White Star coming in first are great. Oh, I see, sir. If White Star wins, the one who bets on him will be richly rewarded. That's right, Denny. And the chances are that one of the White Stars stands a very good chance of winning. I see. Captain Drummond, do you suppose Miss Peters knows about this? From the way things look, it doesn't appear so. White Star was sold to her last season by Nick Connors. In the past, Connors' dealings in horseflesh have been on the shady side. Well, then perhaps Connors had something to do with Al Russo's murder. It's altogether likely, Denny. But we'll have to prove that by drawing Connors out. How do you expect to accomplish that, sir? By seeing just how interested he is in the way White Star runs. Denny, we're getting this horse out of here. And then what? You and I are taking him to Overton to make an unauthorized switch in horses. 
Then we'll wait until tomorrow's race and see if we can encircle the murderers with our ringer. Is here, sir. I saw him in a box at the other end of the grandstand. All right, Denny. Now we'd better remain out of sight until after the race. I, uh, I saw Miss Peter's stable hand, Dave, too. He's wearing a bandage around his head as a result of that blow I remember doing last night before we switched horses. Must be quite a headache, sir. But nothing, Denny, compared to the headache the state is going to give him when we wind this case up. You know, Captain Drummond, one thing bothers me. What's that? I wonder which of the two is the real white star, the one who ran so badly last season. We'll soon learn that, Denny. There they go. And as they come around the far turn, it's Seminole, still out with one by two lengths over Rocky Ridge, with Dusty King moving up to take third position of the wind song. Seminole has now extended his lead by three full lengths, and wait, there's White Star coming up fast on the inside. Yes, he's making his bid. White Star over three lengths up. He passes Dusty King to just under number three spot, and he's still moving up. White Star has a 20 to 1 shot up there among the leaders. And that's around the turn into the home stretch. It's Seminole still in the lead. And, and there goes White Star past Rocky Ridge in a straight wing. And he's still coming up fast. Just he's heading right to pushing his mouth. Fighting, fighting. And now it's White Star challenging Seminole. And he's up there. Seminole and White Star. Neck and neck. White Star and Seminole. And they take for a minute of time. And here they come. And it's White Star. White Star the winner. Today. You don't say. I don't know how it happened. I can't figure it out. You can't, huh? I can. Nick, what's the matter? You're a lousy double-crosser. What are you talking about? What am I talking about? You. The dirtiest double-dealing dame on the face of the earth. That's what I'm talking about. Nick, I couldn't help it if White Star won today. He just ran well. White Star doesn't run that well. He hasn't got it in him. The ringer was in there today. What? Don't give me that what business. You were setting yourself up for some quick change and a run out. I got it all figured. Nick, you're wrong. I just I checked didn't... with the farm. The ringer wasn't there. You got him out. You pulled a double switch on me. No, no, honestly. We were going to know. quit a nice take, you and me. But you, you couldn't wait. You wanted to make a grab for yourself, just like Al Russo did. What made you think you'd get away with it? What made you think so? You're wrong, Nick. You're wrong. I didn't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I rig up a neat scheme. Nobody knows the connection between you and me. I rig it up neat so we can get out with a clean take. You sit high and dry. I get the dirty work done. I get rid of Russo. Then I put Drummond and that stooge of his out of the way. And all the time, all the time, you're setting me up for a lousy sucker. Nick, believe me, I didn't switch the horses. I had nothing to do Not with it. Not much you didn't. Please, you've got to believe get me. Get over there by the window. What? What are you going to do to me? I got another plan for you and me now. Only this time, it's sure to work. I'm seeing it with personally. 
You're going out that window. Nick! You're going out the window and smacking that lion's face of yours. Stop moving! Nick, please, wait Come on, me. get over the window! Nick, I haven't taken you to the window! Get over there! Get over there! Have one from Don't move, either one of you. Why? Sorry to disappoint you. Captain Drummond, he... This man was going to kill me. Yes. Denny and I heard him talk about it in the adjoining room. We heard everything you two said. You see, Miss Peters, we followed Nick Connors here. All right, Denny, you may show them the way out. Delighted, sir. Miss Peters, Connors, you and the others in this scheme will be starting off soon in a race run by justice. A race for your lives. And believe me, in a contest like that, there won't be any ringers. I'll be back in a moment to tell you about next week's story. Next week, Denny and I visit a seashore resort and find the carnival owner dead on his own scenic railway. Our investigation leads us from attraction to attraction and from murder to smuggling. I call this story, Death Loops the Loop. Be sure to listen, won't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm.